Just before we start the podcast, we would like to invite you to get a copy of our new book called Living From Your Art. You can find it on any Amazon platform. You will see it's a very bright colored orange and yellow uh, book cover and it was made for you artists because you help us live in a better world. We want to help you get more work. So thank you so much and let's start this podcast. It's show time! Hey, hello everyone! Welcome for another episode of the Puppet Podcast. I'm Caroline. I'm doing this podcast about puppetry with a lot of passion. And yes, I'm really happy because tonight I get the chance to connect with some fellow Canadian again. So we have Noreen Young. Yes. So yeah, I'm so excited. So before we go into the interview, I want to let you know that you can ask questions. That's the beauty of the live. So you can write below our live and we can bring your questions to the guest and we, we chat. We are in a spontaneous communication all together. So uh, as you maybe know, we have uh, like plenty of activity. We organize workshop and we have our Patreon here. So you can have a look on that and you can also subscribe to our channel and like our Facebook page. So those are kind of like the, the fashion of the social media world. So we will be pleased to have you part of our community. So yeah, and please write from where you are watching, like in the the chat like yeah i'm watching from ontario from us we have people from all over the world watching the puppet podcast so this is so exciting this is summertime things open up i don't know in if it's the same for each part of the world but it's great to see some puppetry stuff going in live performance again yeah so now Let's go into this wonderful interview and ladies and gentlemen, drum roll to welcome the wonderful Noreen Young. Hello. Hey. Hi, Caroline. <laughs> Hi, Noreen. I put a lot of enthusiastic into that. I'm so happy to have you on the show. Well, thank you very much. And hello, everybody. I'm Noreen Young and I'm a puppeteer. So I guess I belong in a show called puppet podcast and uh, thank you for inviting me that's very nice yes. and uh, I've been doing puppets for many years and uh, I still am interested in building and performing and um, I have I can answer questions if you want to ask me any questions and I'll tell you a little bit about my career as a puppeteer that's so cool. And yes, I'm so curious myself about your your path into puppetry. And uh, yeah, I want to ask you like your crush. I always like in my deep question to bring this crush moment. So do you have an anecdote about a moment where you get this good food for puppetry? <laughs> well, I always was interested in puppetry because it was kind of like a, to me at the time, theater in miniature and it isn't, it can be very large and, but it, it, the wonderful thing about it is that it, it pulls together so many different arts and uh, different uh, things that you can do yourself on a smaller scale, like writing and 
art and performance, voice, set design, costume design, music production, and um, for theater and for television. And for me, television rang a bell and I really, really um, connected with it. But I did start out as a young kid being very interested in puppetry. And uh, my family went to a holiday in New York when I was sort of, I think I'd must have been nine or ten and um, we were staying in a hotel and uh, the hotel had a television and we had not bought a TV yet so I hadn't seen a lot of TV and I was really really fascinated and uh, while my family went and had sightseeing I stayed in the hotel room and watched uh, programs on TV because I discovered puppets and there was a show called Kukla Fran and Ollie and Howdy Doody and um, different uh, shows that had puppets in them and uh, it really I was fascinated and um, while we were in the city my parents we we found a shop that sold puppets and my family my mother and father very kindly bought me a marionette which we took back to Canada and um, uh, I learned how to work it and um, from there I um, went into other areas and but that's sort of how I got introduced to uh, puppets and then I went to art college and did drawing and painting and um, discovered at the end of um, my course that while it, it was a wonderful course to take as an adult it really wasn't what I wanted and um, puppets were kind of not so cool at art school but when I got back home to uh, Ottawa where I grew up um, I um, went back to my puppet building um, days and um, and from there on, and I, I was just in my early 20s, and um, I started making puppets and uh, banging on all the doors of the TV puppet uh, producers in Ottawa and uh, just kept banging on their door till they told me to, that, okay, <laughs> all right, come on in, you can do something on my show. And uh, so that's sort of how I started. <laughs> wow, this is amazing because it, yeah. it's pretty rare also that we see women so involved into like the production side, like to produce actually shows. So yeah. you produce a, a famous show and we have comment from the, the audience who watch. So Rocky say like, this is beyond amazing. I grew up with my favorite show under the umbrella tree. Wow, yeah, which that's good. will always be a big part of my life. So I say thank you, uh, Mrs. Young, for your contribution. So yeah, thank well, you, Rocky, for, for this share. Thank you, Rocky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That's so great. yeah, let me ask you this big question, the deep one of the why. Like what makes the art of puppetry and art that you cherish and you you maybe answer a bit but maybe you have more to tell us about this art well i cherish it or i'm totally committed to it because i spent pretty much all my adult life dealing with the art of puppetry and 
creating puppets, building and uh, performing with puppets and um, started a puppet festival in my the town that I live in now. And um, I just, you know, it, it, it just, I was made for it because I really, really enjoy it. And the thing about doing drawing and painting at art school and doing, taking on that life seemed to me at the time very lonesome and very alone. And I liked the idea of working with a team and particularly on television. And uh, because television actually was, believe it or not, just kind of coming open in the early 60s and it was easy to get on a show and to try stuff out and the first show I did um, a a series was a a program called Hi Diddle Day which I did in uh, CBOT which was the CBC Ottawa station and uh, I started in 1967 and went till 1976 10 years and uh, it was like being my, it was my university of the air. And that's where uh, I learned a, a whole lot about television production and doing puppetry for television. And when I did uh, the festival in my small town that I was telling you about, that was all puppetry for theater. And um, it's a whole different world. And I had to learn a lot about um what made a really good theatrical puppet troupe and uh, where they were and how to bring them and how to present them and what to give them that made them feel comfortable and appreciated. And uh, so I've had the two television and theater uh, worlds of of puppetry and uh, it's been very interesting, but I think television is really my milieu. So, yeah yes and this is true that it's it's different and also now you you're organizing festivals of puppetry so this is yes. this is amazing well I, i did for 12 years with our puppet festival started it in 2005 and went until 2016 and then we stopped because it was getting scary financially and uh but it just in the last four months, there's been a big resurgence of interest in my town because we would, we were, and we're planning to do a festival in uh, 2022 as a kind of community celebration for getting through uh, COVID. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to do it and we'll all be vaccinated and uh, virus free. (laughs) Yeah, virus free, like and bring puppetry live this is yeah. this is an amazing project and and yes let me ask you and uh, like in your opinion the best field of study for someone who be- want to become a puppeteer i know you you study on tv set you you learn on while yeah. doing the job but I, i want to know your advice for, for people well There's two uh, ways of coming at puppetry and uh, one is as a builder a puppet builder, and one is as a puppet performer. And there are very few puppeteers that are also puppet builders. And um, most most uh, puppeteers use the puppets that are built by puppet builders. And so to 
and some people are both. I, I was both. I was a puppet builder and a puppeteer performing. Um, but to come at it from that angle as a builder, it's really good to go to art school and to get some art art training and uh, or take classes or whatever, but to build up your art strength and then to uh, be a performer, a puppet performer, and to enact the characters and to give them life and emotion. Um, it's really good to have taken some performing arts courses or to have gone to a performing arts high school or taken courses, whatever. But it's it seems to be two um, ways of coming at puppetry. And uh, I came at it from uh, the art uh, angle, but I really loved drama and performing. And so I was able to also perform as the uh, puppeteer as well. So I had a both ways it was good and then I became a producer a um, television producer and that was a whole other thing to learn <laughs> yeah yeah so, a lot of level also yeah so it's been good it's been really really interesting life and I did exactly what I wanted to do as a kid and here I am still doing it and um yeah it's good Yay! And do you have Yay. your? Yeah, me. I'm. I'm so happy to meet great talent. And yes, and I want to hear you on your own definition of a puppet. I always ask this question to everyone, yeah. and it seems to have some some specificity, some nuance between definition of puppet. So, what is yours? Well, I mean, a puppet can be anything. It can be a handkerchief it can be a very very complicated beautiful complete figure um but and either way is is very effective i think a puppet is um a communication tool and mm. you are performing or channeling through the puppet as a puppeteer and um you can use the puppet to uh give out information or, you know, to educate kids or to entertain um, people. I mean, for me, puppets are for all ages and everybody's got a child in them so they can appreciate uh, a puppet and to enjoy the communication with a puppet. And sometimes when you operate a character and you're doing the puppet right next to your head and voicing it, um, the people won't even look at you. They'll completely focus on the uh, puppeteer or the puppet and, um, mm. you know, get sort of drawn into that if the performer is good. So um, a puppet can be anything. It can be a creature. It can be a human. It can be a thing. I mean, I did a show for TV Ontario called Read Along, and the host was a boot like a, it was a, and his he had a girlfriend who was a a a, a pump and her name was pretty <laughs> yes yeah, so. so simple and at the same time is giving everything that's true and i yeah. love the aspect of a communication tools 
And yeah, well, I mean, you're you're channeling through uh, the puppet, and uh, I found too that when I'm doing that with people right in front of me, and I'm here, and the puppet's here, that I have to keep my I have to look at the puppet while I'm talking for him because if I make eye contact with the person all the time, I mean, I can look at them now and again, but you break that. Um, that connection between mm -hmm. you and the puppet and the person and uh it's it's kind of freaky at times and yeah. uh, the same thing when i'm doing puppets building puppets that are for uh, like a look-alike puppet that's supposed to look like somebody and i have photographs that i'm using as reference um i'm channeling again looking at the photos and then just not try trying not to think too much about what I'm doing and then just sort of modeling the plaster scene that I'm working with. And it's hard to explain what happens, but it's sort of creatively mysterious, you know, and because <laughs> I do a lot of puppets that look like people and uh, yeah, po politicians and a lot of people <laughs> in my own town. <laughs> yes and, and it's funny it's mysterious it's like yeah. the creativity connection and you you name a really like smart rules of puppetry like and I, often we try to explain that to others but to look at the puppet give like the channel so the mm -hmm. audience will look at it so this is this is a technical yeah. thing but it's really really true and powerful yeah no it, it puppetry is quite powerful and uh, mysteriously involving, strange. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear you, Noreen, about your goals, like as a, a, a puppeteer, like I know like the future, you have your festival, you are, have uh, many stuff going on, but I want to, to know your, yeah. your goals for the future, or maybe you have something from the past you want to to talk about something you achieve? Well, my goal, I guess, is to... Oh, I had it written down and I was <laughs> going to talk about it. Yeah, um, this is a tough question. Well, it, 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 it can be a, a community builder as well. Like, And um, that's been the experience with our puppet festival. It call, it's called Puppets Up. And uh, it, as I said, it ran from 2005 to 2016. And we had international puppet troops that came and Canadian and United States puppet troops. And um, it did an amazing um, job for the town. And it's a small town. Our population and the whole greater area is only 10,000 people. And the town of Almont, where I live, is 4,500, I think, or... <laughs> Maybe it's hit 5,000, I don't know. But it built a wonderful ambience in the town to have puppet troops performing. But then on the street, there was also um, street entertainment with wandering puppeteers and uh, musicians and singers. And um, but, but it was all themed towards puppetry. And uh, it did a lot for the town in terms of just spirit. And uh, it was something that all ages 
seemed to enjoy. I mean, there were grandparents dancing with their grandchildren on the street and enjoying a show in a, a tent um, with their grandchildren or whatever. But I mean, it was like a whole mixture of yeah. ages of a family. And uh, it was a wonderful boost for the town and for the 12 years that it ran. And so people got kind of nostalgic for it um, and missed it. And that's why in the last little while, people have come forward and uh, offered to help put one together for 2022. And maybe it'll continue on after that, or maybe go for two weeks or two years, every two years, mm -hmm. like uh, the the festival in France, Charleville. Yeah. It yeah. goes every two years. And uh, so we'll see. But yeah. it's exciting. And uh, it's given me a, a role in my town to sort of work towards helping, you know, create a nice place to live through my puppets. Yeah, and, and I love the fact that you named the community aspect because this is through artists or community builder, like the people gather yeah. around their art and they enjoy this like present time, this moment that they share through live performance. So this yeah. is so beautiful. Yeah, it is. And uh, it's it's wonderful. When we put the call out to see who would like to come forward to help us, we had 72 people offer their time and talent. And that's a lot of people. And that, that's to work towards the festival weekend. On the festival weekend, we have about 200, 300 volunteers. And uh, people are very happy to help out, out on the weekend. Yeah, so that's I, good. I I I really <laughs> look forward to to go over there and enjoy this yeah. festival. I want to know in your perspective, do you feel puppetry is in an ascension right now? Do you feel it's getting more popular? Well, I mean, it's it's an ancient art. It's been around yeah. for an awfully long time. It's sort of like storytelling mm -hmm. and it goes back to the fires and the cavemen. And uh, so it's enjoyed and suffered from ups and downs and uh, it's had its great moments and it's very bad moments. And um, lately, um, I think that in the 50s and 60s and 70s, that uh, it was in a heyday. It was doing really, really well, particularly in television because television was new and puppets were great and they were not very expensive and the first show that came on the CBC was actually a show called Uncle Chichimus and John Conway was the uh, puppeteer but that was the show that opened the CBC w when it first started um, and then it, it, computer graphics came along and really really took the wind out of the sails of the puppeteers and um, and it had its day and puppeteering sort of went into the background. But um, um, people, I think people got tired of the sort of predictableness of the computer graphic mm -hmm. style and um, the puppeteer um, style was to sort of ad lib in case a piece of scenery fell over or something you could 
cope and, <laughs> and uh, something unexpected would happen. And um, I think they kind of yearned for that sort of thing. So I think that it's in an ascension at the moment, but where it goes uh, after this, I don't know. But it's, I, th I think it's on the rise at the moment for sure. I mean, it's been very hard for theaters during the COVID pandemic. And, uh, but, you know, maybe 2022 theaters will start up again and shows will happen and um, festivals will happen and uh, it'll be good. Yes, yes, so, we, won. we won that. That's so true. it's up and down. Yeah, yeah. The world is getting up and down and, and the puppetry side. But, but yeah. it's interesting that you bring this because we often think in future and like this up and down with CGI and all of those computer, like how it will be in 10 years, like we all ask this kind of question. Yes, well, you, you, you were asking if puppetry has reached its full potential and... Yeah. Is there room, still room for improvement? But I mean, puppetry is an art mm -hmm. and like dance or visual arts or music. And I mean, has dance reached its potential? <laughs> and, you know, and uh, is there room for improvement in dance? I mean, it will, of course there will be, and it'll just change. There'll be changes and maybe yeah. going in a different direction for a while and uh but sure i think it'll last for a long time yet <laughs> yes it's a lot of hope because to see like that it, it can improve is to see that we we still have some research artistic creative research and find how yeah. we can change the stuff and and create new new happening new shows right yeah well i mean the way of staging changes and uh mm -hmm. puppeteers you know some most puppeteers prefer not to have a stage anymore like they like to be out open with their puppets and to sort of interact with them and be part of the show and part of the performing and um yeah. so it 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 just changes it it yeah. uh, adapts and uh yeah yeah This is so interesting, yeah. I, and we have people watching from Colombia. So, yeah. Oh, hello. Hello, <laughs> Colombia. So cool to have you. And, uh, yeah, let me ask you, um, because at the end, I always like to, to conclude with, uh, with puppets. And I saw you have a wonderful background. So let, let me go large, but just to show the... Your, your background, you have yeah. plenty of character right there. Well, those are just a few. I have a lot down in my storeroom and hanging on pegs in the wall. And I, over the years, I've made thousands of puppets because I've done government contracts where groups of students have gone off for the summer and to teach something like one year it was the hazardous product symbols that uh, were taught in parks across Canada and health and uh, addiction and all kinds of stuff. So, but I do have a puppet. Uh, oh, well, yeah. I'll show you when you're ready. Yeah, I, I, we are ready, but that's good that you, you work on many teams also, like the teams, uh, uh, like, 
and and it's funny how we say from the beginning the puppet is the tool to to communicate mm-hmm. on every teams and it's really really interesting so yeah if you want to bring a puppet sure. to the camera i can give you the large screen and i know people enjoy that if you want to okay. oh my god this is the lady of the show Whoa. this is the character that i did for under the umbrella tree and um This is Gloria the Gopher. And my puppets are hand and rod puppets so that the hand goes in the head and can work the mouth. And then you have the rods on the arms, which you work like um, chopsticks almost. And uh, you can do two at the same time or one. And uh, there we are. And I, I always like to do the voicing. I'm very fond of voicing. Hello, my name's Gloria. <laughs> Hi, Caroline. Nice Hi. to see you. Yeah. yeah. Gloria. Got my friends here, too, behind us. Yeah. <laughs> I was on a show called Under the Umbrella Tree. <laughs> You're beautiful. Thank you. Wow. So, if anybody wants to to be at the puppet festival and put on a show, they can send me a tape or something to show me what it's like. <laughs> okay? Yay! A proposal. We can send a proposal to be part of your festival. Yeah, send it to <laughs> me. Noreen Young and Gloria the Gopher. That's me. <laughs> So cool, Gloria. You you are so beautiful. We have both in the oh, frame. Oh, thank you. I have eyelids that go up and down, you know. Oh, wow. Whoops. One, go- <laughs> one going up and down and the other one staying shut. Oh, well. I better get my, my mechanism fixed. <laughs> my mech's gone nuts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Gloria, you you are a, a celebrity around, and people react on on the chat. They say like, people see you from Texas. Texas, wow! Yeah, that's a great state of Texas. The great yeah. state of Texas, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And yeah, we have Peter say, uh, Peter Foisy. <laughs> Peter, I know Peter. <laughs> I wanted to say thank you very much to all the people that I met and worked with at CBOT in Ottawa, CBC station in Ottawa, Canada. They're pretty, pretty wonderful people. Yep. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you for everything. Yay, this is amazing. <laughs> we have also Bray, we say beautiful congratulations. Thank is... you. Thank you very much. This yeah. has been a very lovely experience, hasn't it? Yes, it <laughs> <is>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is amazing. So, yeah, Noreen, if people want to reach you and Gloria and want to, to be part of your festival, where they should go and, and how they could connect with you. Well, um, you can send it to me at my email. Shall I just say what my email is, or would you put it under my picture? Or I can do, We can do both, so you okay. can say it, and I will write it down. Okay, well, my email is 
NYP dot puppets at gmail dot com. So I put it right into the chat also. So yeah. you can see it below. Oh, yeah. And we have it like multiple dung dung on Facebook, on YouTube. <laughs> so you can send an email of your, your what you do as a puppeteer. And Noreen will, will see that. And yes. <laughs> Maybe I forgot. I forgot to mention. My husband just reminded me about a, a production we did for just adults oh, two yeah. years ago. Yes, an opera. We mm. uh, I built ten uh, puppets, and uh, they most synced to the voices of professional opera singers with an oh. orchestra, and uh, it was strictly for adults. It was, uh, and um, it was called. Sleeping rough, which means in Britain, people who are homeless, and the character, the main character, was a homeless man, and um, it was very, very interesting to do, and quite different from what I usually do. So, I'm quite proud of that, and I'm yeah. glad that he reminded me. You are open to new challenge, new challenges. New challenges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Opera. I certainly am. Yeah, that's yeah, how for, for puppetry sure, keeps going. Yeah, and puppet and opera are are good uh, medium to work together. Yes, yes, it was specially written for puppets. Yeah, so perfect, Noreen. It was a pleasure to chat with you and well, and to connect you. and and know more. And yes, for sure, we we want to send you some stuff. So we will just put attention on your festival and and yeah. and direct people. Yeah, you have something going on over there. That would be great. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you, Caroline. Yeah, thank you so much. So you can stay in the virtual studio, but I will remove you off the screen. Okay. So you can stay there. <laughs> I will push you out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Thank you so much, Noreen, again. Thank you. Yeah. Choo! <laughs> Everyone, thank you for watching. So glad to have wonderful puppeteers and just to connect and, and bring this spotlight to wonderful talent. So everyone, if you want to know more about puppetry, if you are curious and you want some tools, we have workshop on our Patreon. You can also like, like our channel and share those interviews if you like. This one was especially cool so you can put it on your wall or share it on social media so our puppetry art will have more eyes on it and we will convert more artists to try this art form so i will say like everyone thank you for watching again and yes we have other episodes coming some special edition also i want to interview people who don't assume the title of puppeteers, but practice puppetry. So stay tuned to know more about this special edition of the Puppet Podcast. So I wish you a wonderful evening or morning if you are on the other side of the world. And yes, stay tuned for Puppet Podcast. Bye-bye. Thank mm -hmm. you.